Welcome back. A sure sign of spring, at least here in Quincy, is the Quincy Police Marine Unit's free basic boating safety classes at the Hausnack Maritime Center. They are back this year, and back to tell us all about them is Bob Bell and uh, a newcomer, Steve Elms, of the Quincy Police Marine Unit. So, gentlemen, welcome. Thanks for coming over. Thank you. Thanks, Joe. Good morning. Yeah, happy spring, right? Bob, it's here. Happy yeah. spring, right. We're getting slammed tomorrow with a nor'easter. <laughs> Seeing as you brought it up, uh, before we talk about the classes, I do want to ask you about the storm uh, and uh, the particular concerns here along the coast about this particular nor'easter that's coming in. What things should people be aware of? Um, well, it could be a potential to uh, be a very strong storm. Um, there, the uh, National Weather Service is forecasting winds uh, gusting to 60 plus. Um, for an extended period of time. Um, so we're hoping that we don't have a repeat of uh, 2017 when uh, Hausneck was cut off uh, with uh, flooding. Um, but we're preparing just in case that does happen. Um, but people should expect um, to hunker down um, for the storm. Uh, it's supposed to start tonight and then not finish until Wednesday morning. Right. Starting with rain, then changing to snow, and we're kind of looks like we're right on the edge. So we could get a coating to three, we could get three to six. Uh, it's typical. Yeah, I heard one forecaster say it's going to be anywhere from two inches to two feet. So he's probably right, right? <laughs> Somewhere right there. Yeah. Hedging the bet. When you say you're preparing, um, what does that mean preparation wise? What are you guys doing for that? Um, well, we make sure that all our emergency vehicles are, are ready to go um, just in case we have to do any uh, evacs uh, from Hausneck, uh, right. which seems to be the area that, that uh, can be a problem. Um, but. Uh, so better to be over prepared and you know expect the worst hope for the best yeah <laughs> now I'm assuming because of the time of the season most boaters don't have their vessels in the water yet is that true that's true okay. right yeah there's, there's really aren't any boats anchored around the uh, the shoreline um, there's a, a few boats in at some of the marinas um, but they should be pretty well protected in, in those there. spots yeah. yes um, any concerns with damage to docks or, or the new boat landing, for instance, or anything um, like that? Well, we take our docks out in the fall and then okay. put them back in the spring, okay. um, just so they're not subject to uh, heavy weather. Okay. This is really a good time to bring these boating classes um, in, because I'm sure as part of the curriculum, you talk about preparing for emergencies like this, right? That's true. Yeah. Uh, one of the topics we cover is weather mm -hmm. um, and making sure that when, when you're preparing to go out for a day on the water that you check the weather. Uh, it's New England, the weather can change drastically. Um, and you know they've been forecasting this storm for a few days now, but the intensity um, could go up or down. Mm -hmm. um, and it's always better to prepare for the, the, the downside, a, a windier. Um, event than, than what's forecast. And uh, I'm assuming too that your recommendation would be don't go out in a boat in the storm if you, if you know it's coming. <laughs> Ab absolutely not. Yeah, not yeah. and even stay, stay away from the, uh, the shoreline. Right. Um, we're the, inside the harbor where, you know, where Quincy is, it's pretty well protected, but we can still get some pretty good waves. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've seen waves crashing up over the seawall on Quincy Shore Drive. Oh, so, yeah. um, during the times of high tide, you might want to uh, take the inland route like Hancock Street yes. <laughs> instead of driving down Quincy Shore Drive. Another good point, don't drive through a flooded area, right? Yes, yeah. absolutely, don't drive through a flooded area. So it's, I mean, it's common sense things, but so many times people find themselves in a bad situation during these events. That's true. I mean, if you can stay home, stay home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
Um, so the classes are back this year. Is this the first time they've been in person, Bob, since the pandemic? Um, we ran a couple last spring, okay. but we were uh, shut down by COVID for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of interest. Uh, people are excited to get back out on the water. Um, Boat sales were up during COVID. Mm. Uh, a lot of people took that as an opportunity to go out and um, socially distance uh, by themselves on the water. Right, which, what <laughs> better way, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so it's, you know, we're looking looking forward to it. We've had some nice days, like oh, yesterday, sure. yesterday was a beautiful day. Yeah. Um, Thursday's th gonna be great. You know? yeah. Yeah. Things to watch out for uh, early in the season, you might have a 70 degree day, but you just have to remember that the water temperature is still, maybe 40 yeah. and if you end up in the water you're not going to last very long yeah. um, so we'll talk we'll talk a little bit about you know wearing life jackets and uh, having communications equipment to call for help um, but it's, it's just important to remember that it's like oh it's a beautiful day let's go out on the boat but if you end up in the water it could be a bad day it could be a bad day really quickly too right yes, yeah. yes. Um, so maybe a little bit of history first about uh, the collaboration between the Quincy Police Marine Unit and the Mass Environmental Police Department when it comes to these classes yeah probably but we've been doing it for about uh, 20 years now wow. um, okay. the environmental police they have you know a, a good staff but they they uh, partner with other um, municipalities and organizations um, police marine units, harbor masters to help them uh, get the word out to, to uh, teach the boating safety classes. Um, so we've been doing that for a while and we've had pretty good success. People are you know, usually very happy after they've taken the class and they've, they've learned a lot. Um, you know, we don't get into in-depth navigation. There are other classes for that, but okay. this is uh, a basic boating safety class. Just like it says. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So how to stay safe on the water, how to make sure you meet the legal requirements for safety equipment um, while you're boating, which yep. is important. You don't want to get jammed up uh, out on the water. You want to make sure you have everything. Uh, you have to have a life jacket for every person on board. It has to be the right size. Um, it has to be f uh, functional, not some really old thing. Um, <laughs> the right size for the person. Yeah. Um, you need to have uh, flares on your boat. Um, you need to have a fire extinguisher. Uh, so these are all the things in the class that we talk about. And then we, we try to uh, tailor it specifically for the Quincy area. We'll talk about different hazards out there. Um, there's lots of places you can get into trouble if you don't know what's there. You look, you look out, you see good water, you don't realize there's, there's rocks under there. Uh, we do talk about charts and GPS and just a basic overview of how to use those things. Okay. How to use a, a radio to call for help if you need help. Um, things along those lines. Yeah, and I, I, we talked about this before, but it's always good to have more than one person on board that knows what to do in the event of an right, emergency. Right, right, yeah, yeah. That, that's right, Joe. A lot, of, a lot of people come to take the class, they'll bring their spouse, um, their kids. The class is open to kids uh, 12 and up. Which is great, yeah. Right, we get a lot of young kids, but yeah. we get um, older people, uh, middle people, um, just people that want to learn how to be safer out there. But sometimes, um, a guy will be out there with his family and nobody else knows how to run the boat but the guy and if something happens to the guy um, what do they do right so having um, your spouse and your kids know what to do is is can be critical absolutely Steve I want to bring you in and uh, talk a little bit about how you got into the marine unit and and uh, your experience um, prior to that well a um, couple of the other officers that were assigned got reassigned to other jobs I uh, showed some interest in it. Okay. I had owned a boat for a couple of years, okay. um, and I took the basic crew membership course um, through uh, the environmental police, taught it in Boston. That's kind of how I got familiar with the job and 
started with the Marine Unit. Okay, so would you recommend the classes to a new Oh, absolutely, really? yeah, absolutely. Definitely, you pick up stuff just owning a boat. Like, I, when I first got a boat, all I knew was red, right, return. Mm -hmm. So I've actually been learning a lot as we move forward. Okay, so red, right, return, that's <laughs> basically how you navigate in and yeah, out of the channel, Yeah, coming out of the channel. Even yeah. I know that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those are kind of the basics, and but build on it from there. Yeah, but did you... Um, did you kind of develop a list of questions, uh, you know, going into the class that you didn't uh, that you didn't know beforehand? Uh, no, I just kind of went into the class. Okay. You know, kind of the same thing we're doing here. You know, I'm just getting familiar with the unit, and yeah. Bob's been showing me a lot, and been taking it from there. Very good. Yeah. So you feel you're a safer boater. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You learn every day out on the water. So what's your role in the classes? What will you be doing when folks come to? I just more or less assist him for now, up. and you know, until I get more familiar with teaching the class. And, sure. You know. So let's talk about it. The, the first big change, Bob, is the schedule <laughs> has changed. <laughs> right. Well, we were, that's right, Joe. We were originally scheduled to start our first class tomorrow night, yeah, yeah. which is going to be in the middle of the Northeaster. So <laughs> we decided, you know what, let's, uh, let's push it out a week. Yeah. So the first class is going to be postponed from tomorrow night to uh, a week from uh, tomorrow, which will be the Tuesday the 21st. Okay. First uh, day of spring. Oh. Great. Uh, it starts at 6 o'clock, and we're holding them at the um, Housenet Community Room, which is part of the Manit uh, Community Health Building. Yep. Um, you'll, we have a uh, sheet here, which you're going to post up, that has the uh, address and the information and the sign-up information. There's still plenty of room for people to sign up. Okay. Um, as far as we're concerned, the more people that take the class, the better. Sure. makes our job yeah, easier. Yeah, makes our life easier on the water. Having educated boaters. Yeah, absolutely, right? So if they know what to do, they don't have to call you. <laughs> right, but we're, we're there. We're happy to help. Um, there's, you know, we talk about that if they get in a bind, how to uh, call. Um, we, we talk about life jackets. We have props. We do have some props. Lots of props, yeah. different things here. Um, um, life jackets are critical, though, right? It's your first line of defense if right. you find yourself right. in the water during so an emergency. There's lots of different And I know the requirements vary for the size of vessel, too. Isn't that right? for what you need on board? Yes, okay. but <coughs> for as far as life jackets go, yep. it doesn't vary. It doesn't, you, need a, okay. you need a life jacket for every person on board. Okay. Um, and it could be something, this is what you'd have on a, on a cruise ship. Yep. This is a very uh, bulky type one. That's if you're gonna, you're gonna be way offshore okay. and the potential if, if you end up in the water, it might take a while for people to rescue you. That's gonna keep you afloat uh, better than any of the others. Keeps not only your head, but basically your upper body. Right. Out of water. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It does a good job like that. Then okay. um, we've got some uh, smaller ones. Well, well, so that is one end of the spectrum. Yep. This is the other end of the spectrum. Yep. This this is just an inflatable life jacket. You wear this. It's very cool and comfortable. Yeah. It has a uh, CO2 cartridge in here. Yep. And when you hit the water, there's a couple of different types. There's ones that are manual that you, you pull this to go off. Some of them have a water sensor. So when you go in the yep. water, it automatically goes off. And others have a uh, water pressure sensor that, that will go off. Um, so this this is what we recommend for most people in the summertime because it, it's very comfortable. It, half the time I drive home with the thing on and my wife's like, hey, you still have your life jacket on. Uh, you forget that it's on. You brought up a good point also is that when you're on the boat, you need to have that on. So legally, yeah. if you are 12 or under and the boat's underway, you have to have a life jacket okay. on. Um, they, they used to require you to wear this all the time, uh, but they, they slackened that requirement oh. to just having it with you. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. Okay. Yeah, that, that was a recent development. Okay. But we recommend, the Coast Guard recommends, the environmental police recommend you have your life jacket on all the time. Um, and something like this, it's 
comfortable and light, you it's, wouldn't yeah, mind having on all the it's time. It's very right? non-intrusive. It's the one that, that Steve was just showing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not I mean, wearing you that can't all really day. move around yeah. too well. Right, that, yeah. that's the old school one. Yeah. Um, th these are the newer ones. You get plenty of room if you're fishing to cast. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's not hot, it's not cumbersome, uh, and it'll keep you safe. Yes. Um, we kind of liken it like if you're driving down the road, um, you want to have your seatbelt on, right? Because if somebody crosses over the yellow line and comes at you, you don't have time to, oh, let me put my seatbelt on. last thing on your mind, right. Yeah. And things, things um, on the boat can happen very quickly. Yeah. When things go bad, they go bad fast. Yeah. So you don't want to find yourself in the water without your life jacket on. Okay. Um, that's that's number one. And there's different types of life jackets. Yeah, show the children. We have uh, yeah. children's ones. Um, yeah. They have a little strap that goes between the legs, mm -hmm. so that if they end up in the water and they put their arms up, they won't they won't fall off. It'll it'll stay on. Oh, all right. So yeah. if, so if you have this type of one, you want to make sure that that strap is is fastened. Good point. That and, we can um, reach down and lift them up, right? Right. Yeah. Yep. You can. Some of them have a strap right here. You can lift down and reach them up. Okay. Um, they have all different colors for the kids. They get Scooby-Doo ones, um, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever's popular. Dora the Explorer, probably dating myself what, severely here. Whatever it takes to get them to wear it. <laughs> right. right. Whatever it takes to get them to yeah. wear it. That, okay. That's the key. Um, there's also... Uh, now this we're familiar with. Throwable. This is, talk about old school. Yeah, that's this is old school. They call it like a seat cushion style. Right. But um, you're required to have one of these on the boat in addition to to, like to everything yeah. else. Yeah. So. Um, so you are required if, to have this. Yes. Okay. So if somebody ends up in the water, you can take this and throw it to them, so they have some flotation in case they weren't wearing the life jacket when they went in. Okay. Um, so. It's it's important to have this uh, even to mark the spot where they went in, uh, but yeah. something to hold on to. Um, when you use this, it's yep. not meant to go on your back, which is going to make you turtle and go face down. You want to put your arms through it like this and hold it hold like it this. Yes, this will float you with your, your okay. face out of the water like that. This is kind of the modern day life preserver that we're used to seeing on the side of the, the ship. Ring, yeah, 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 the ring, yeah. The ring will work too. It okay. just has to be a throwable. So uh, these are the most popular ones, but some of the larger boats have the uh, life ring. Okay. Um, you might be able to get a little more distance on the throw with the life ring than yeah, this. But. Okay. And say you're out on patrol and uh, doing safety checks, for instance. Mm -hmm. you want do you check and make sure that, that the vessels are equipped with, with what we're talking about? Yes, yeah. If we're, if we're doing a uh, safety check when we come up on a boat, the first thing we're going to do is ask everybody to put a life jacket on. Okay. And that allows us to make sure that everybody has one. Right. And that, that they're, that they're yes, the right that's size. That's a great point, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you don't have a guy trying to uh, <laughs> put this on uh, when it's for a little kid. Yeah, okay. Um, Good to know. So that's important. And there are, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that you would just advise them at that point, but there are fines, yeah, right? There are fines. Yeah. Um, for every life jacket you're short, it could cost you a bunch of money. Right. Um, we, we view our job, you know, we teach the boating safety class, we view our job as educational. Right. A large part is educational on the water. Um, so, you know, if it's the first time, it's an innocent mistake. Um, it's usually a verbal warning. Um, you know, if we if it's the third time we've seen you out there and you don't have enough, enough life jackets, it's you know some next step. Three strikes to, and you're out, right? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it would have to be a, a written warning yeah. with a fine. Yeah. But again, the overall goal is keep people safe, right? That's our goal: is yeah. to keep people safe. Uh, every year, it's very unfortunate statistics, but we'll lose a few people in Massachusetts to drowning through really? some some type of incident or another. Um, so the stats aren't really good, but they're getting better. Um, and with education, uh, the idea, you know, better equipment, you mm -hmm. don't have to wear the old school you know, neck collar, you, mm -hmm. have, you have something like this, so there's no reason really not to wear one of these. I mean, you can get one of these for a hundred bucks. Um, 
it's going to last you 10 years. It's okay. pretty cheap insurance, 10, 10 bucks a year. <laughs> I mean, cost shouldn't be a factor when it comes to people's safety, right? Right, yeah. right. And it's not that expensive. Yeah. We've well, only got a couple of minutes, but I want, yeah, I wanted to show some of the safety. The, the next thing we talk about, so say you end up in the water yep. and you need to call for help. This, this is a um, handheld VHF radio. So you can call direct to the Coast Guard. Um, if you, it's, you want to get the kind that's waterproof and that floats. <coughs> Obviously, yeah, right. um, So this is, again, this is like $100. Okay. You can spend a little bit more money and get one with a built-in GPS. There's a button you can push on it and it sends an automated distress signal uh, to the Coast Guard with your, lo your latitude and longitude okay. so they know where to come looking for you. Um, but as long as you know approximately where you are, you can call with this one and, and let them know where you are and what the problem is, and uh, somebody will come get you. Yeah, and you go over all, all of this during the class. We talk about all this during the class, yeah. yep. Um, there are three um, curriculum, or three courses, basically. There are Saturday afternoon classes, and then there are Tuesday evening classes? Yep, we have. Okay. The, so the uh, first class will be next Tuesday evening. It runs for three weeks, and then the following Saturday, we'll be starting a Saturday class, okay. uh, which is usually better for the younger kids. Right. Uh, that'll run 10 to 2 for three weeks. Um, everybody gets a card after successful completion of the class that is a boating safety class, which is accepted in all 50 states. Currently in Massachusetts, it's not required unless you are between the ages of 12 and 15 to have the boating safety certificate, or if you're running a uh, jet ski, <coughs> you need to have the boating safety certificate uh, even up to age 17. Okay. Um, this class will let you uh, run a boat from 12 to uh, 15, and a uh, jet ski from uh, 16 to 17. Right. Um, so it's it's pretty worthwhile. You get that laminated card. Massachusetts doesn't require it for older people, but New Hampshire does. So if you plan on boating in New Hampshire, you can take your Massachusetts card up there, and that'll work for you. It, Guys, thank you so much. Uh, out of time, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> Steve, welcome to the unit and welcome thank to you. the show. Please come back. I hope you had a good experience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bob, always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Pleasure, Joe. Thanks for having us. You're we really appreciate it. And uh, hopefully people will sign up for the classes. Absolutely. We'll put the information up for them. Okay. Thank you very much.